but yeah, but after that experience, I was sitting here and I realized everybody's doing their best. And I, and I just continued to have all this stuff flooding in. And, um, and I realized that I was loved. They, I was loved in the very best way that others knew how to love me. And welcome again to another episode of One Starfish, where our mission is to change the world one person at a time or one starfish at a time. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, all those things. I'm really excited for our, our listeners today for our interview with Virginia. Uh, Virginia is a spiritual and life coach. Um, she opened her website on 2019, so I'm guessing the journey started before that. We're going to get into that. Uh, she's a certified law of attraction coach, which is kind of cool and Reiki and a bunch of other stuff, it sounds like. Um, beautiful mother, grandma. She doesn't look like a grandma. If you're on YouTube, check it out. Um, and just incredible. I just met her and I'm really excited to dive into what got you started down this journey of like, you know, spiritual life coaching, law of attraction. I love all this stuff. What got you started on this journey, Virginia? Oh, wow. Well, you know, I think when we reflect, it really starts a lot sooner than we think it did. But mine really started in earnest when I left an abusive husband. And I had never been alone before. And so I'm spending a lot of time alone and I'm starting to get these signals in my head that there's a lot going on in, the, in my life and a lot to who I am that I don't know or see. And I recognized that I needed to do some things to um, overcome my, uh, oh, I can't think of the term. I do this all the time. I start talking and then I can't think of the words. I do that too. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, I knew that I needed to change some things about my life. And so I started reading self-help books. And those started changing my life dramatically, but I really didn't start diving into the spiritual and metaphysical world until um, a couple of years later when I was um, at work and I do have a full, I do have a full-time job that I make money with. <laughs> Right. I'm in the financial services industry like you are, but yeah. the spiritual and life coaching is really my, my passion and what I want to do. I want to transition into that. So anyway. um, I'm sitting in my, at my desk and this client comes in and we do, she does her business and goes and, and a couple days later she's back. And I'm thinking, why is she back? I thought we were done. Right. And so whatever, she does her thing and she goes. And a couple of days later again, she's back. I mean, you know, and I, and I'm confused. I'm like, I don't understand why she's back. So, but I get to talking to her on a personal level, level and ask her what she do, what she does. And she's a coach and she does yoga and she does crystal healing therapy. And I realized that she was there for me <laughs> to introduce me to this world and the potential and the loveliness of, of the metaphysical world and the spiritual world. So that's when I really started diving in. I did some work with her and then I found other resources in the community, um, you know, in the same community and really started diving in. And um, fast forward to 2017 between having left 
my now now in that transition i've met somebody else and married him and um he decided he didn't want to stay on earth any longer in 2017. and um so that was i yeah you can imagine <laughs> his suicide yeah his suicide really pushed me over the edge and i had a lot i was having a lot of grief and at the same time it had pushed me into this really um intense spiritual awakening and i was having and i was having incredible visual meditations and you know just a stuff that i would never have imagined mm -hmm. and we can talk about some of those experiences if you'd like but um so I, um, I kept being signaled to take a Reiki class, you know, and learn Reiki. And I'd been to a couple of Reiki shares and I kept going, but why? It's not really something that I'm, you know, that I think I'm that, that interested in. But Reiki helped me exponentially um, heal from that grief and, and balance the grief with that intensive spiritual awakening that I was going through. And so, and it, and I still, I do self Reiki and I use Reiki with my, with my sessions and not specifically, but I use the practice, you know, myself, the people I'm working with may not know I'm using Reiki, right. but, but I am That's sending all those signals and that energy, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. So, so that's, you know, yeah, that's pretty much the, how I got where I am, where I am today and, and, st and still growing, you know, I mean, you, you've been in this, in this growth phase for a while, right? It's, it, it's an, it's a journey. It's not a destination. It's a journey. And, and you always think, oh, this is perfect, but sometimes it's not perfect. It's perfect temporarily. Right. <laughs> until something else changes and you're off to a new experience. Wow. That is like crazy. So, you know, I, I read a book recently called Transcending Trauma and obviously going through that with your, with your um, partner, like I can't imagine, but I know it'd be trauma. <laughs> um, oh. And you decided to come out of it and come out, I'm going to say stronger and more of a light. Um, and from that, you use that as a catalyst to be able to help other people, which is absolutely incredible. And that's where most people actually that do make a big difference in the world have come through something and have have reframed it. How would you put it? Like have reframed it, have chosen to grow through it, have used that experience. Like if you think back and maybe not go there, because I think that's be a pretty sad time and dark time at times. But like what what helped you? get to that point where you you were able to reframe it was it was it just the meditation was it you know associations was it the books you were reading like can you think back to like what stuff helped you in those times so people that are going through similar times what can they do to kind of reach out and help themselves well you know i think what helped me at the time was because i was just starting into this you know kind of um really in depth now you know self-learning and and self 
um, visualizing who I am. And I had a great group of people around me because they were in the spiritual and metaphysical world who kind of look at death in a different way than most people do. And so because of that, um, you know, it helped me understand a little bit more that death is part of living. And, um, you know, without death, nothing evolves. Mm -hmm. And I think, and my belief now is that, you know, especially in the, in the United States, we need to look and treat death differently. And yes, there's grief and we miss those that have left. And I don't mean to, um, um, you know, not, not say that that doesn't exist. Of course it does. I, I still miss, I still miss Ray, you know, sometimes every day, sometimes I still miss him. But, but I think if we can celebrate those lives and we're getting better about doing that, I think, you know, and, and give it a celebration and send them off in peace and love and joy. And um, I also think that, you know, so much of who we are is wrapped up in who others are as well you know we we receive so much of who we are from other people because we've learned that we don't have any power but actually all of our power is within us mm -hmm. and so you know yes those people have left us but that's not where our power was we have not we have not lost any of ourselves because those people are gone you know, and I think um, in that journey and walking through that, it it wrote, it helped me it, it helped me work through that grief. You know, because I was already and I had a great group of people. And after that, I had a really wonderful mentor, spiritual mentor, that you know taught me about energy and and uh, taught me a lot about the the metaphysical world and the spiritual world and what that energy means and the universe and the connections and you know and all that stuff and so it's been uh and plus when i started meditating oh my gosh like i said before i had i, I had the most amazing visual meditations that showed me that there's nothing to be afraid of, of dying. You know, dying shouldn't be something that we're afraid of. And I think if we talk to people who have had near death experiences, or if you've talked, if we talk to people who are with those who are dying, you know, at their bedside, they will tell you that they, they only feel joy and love. There's nothing to be fearful of. And I think maybe that's part of so much of the trauma for, for us living is because it's fear of the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're always fearful of what we don't know, right? But those on the other side are so good. <laughs> it's a 
amazing. <laughs> yeah. And they never really leave us. So No. And that's, you know, that's so interesting because just this morning I was listening to an interview with Ed Milet and Robin Sharma and Robin just wrote a new book and he talks about it. Apparently I haven't got it yet, but about that <laughs> crossing over and how it's not, it, what do he call it? He calls it in there. I think a hotel upgrade. Um, or oh. something like that. It, and it's about, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like your hotel, like who doesn't want a hotel upgrade? And basically yeah. that's what he talks about. And I, I agree with you. That's something that I think, especially in these last few years, that's probably where a lot of the fear I believe has come from in our country, very possibly mm. the fear of dying and the fear yes. of the quote unknown. Yes. Because uh, we've made it a bad thing, right? We've yes. made dying a bad thing. So we need to reframe that language yes. and make it okay because dying, you know, dying is part of living. And, you know, and I have some, you know, and this is, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I've been through some experiences and I know others have been through some experiences, you know, and there are some things that's worth than, worse than dying. <laughs> You know, and I don't want to minimize anybody else's experience, no. you know, but, you know, like, you know, but life doesn't evolve without that. And we don't evolve without it. I agree with that. So let's pivot a bit because you're into the metaphysical law of attraction, um, all of that stuff. I love that stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> how do you how do you coach someone, I guess, that say is struggling with mm, a lack mentality, um, which is very common, whether it's financial lack, whether it's relationship lack, whether it's, I don't know, any anything. I mean, we can be cold lacking in absolutely everything, health lack, whatever. How do you coach right. them on how to start to change that, that era around them, that law of attraction, what they put out, what they get back? Um, mm -hmm. You know, how would you... Where would you, where would you yeah. start with that? Well, you know what? I have you, I've used affirmations. And um, when I started, I did not really find, uh, there are tons of books about affirmations. You can yeah. go to YouTube and there are tons of stuff about affirmations, right? But I did not find any affirmations that were really resonating mm -hmm. with my personal needs. And so I started writing my own. And at first they were short and sweet and, you know, and for a long time I used, I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs> Um, but I started doing that um, because, you know, we're sometimes we get stuck in our past trauma, but you know what? Our past trauma is our past and that cannot hurt us any longer. So we need to reframe our stories about what happened in our past. And I, in particular, had a had a lot of negative um, language going on in my head from my childhood. Mm -hmm. And I'll just put it like this because I, I always felt like I could have been loved better right. when I was a child growing up. Right. Yep. But one day I'm sitting here at my kitchen and I'm starting to just be flooded with all this information. And I realized that everybody at the time was doing the best they could. And having read now tons and tons of books, I realized that that my parents were taught by their parents who were taught by their parents who were taught by their parents. So you've got all this stuff being passed down from one generation to the next generation. And sometimes it didn't evolve very well. 
yeah. no, no, but totally agree. Yeah. So right. So that's so that's why I like to use affirmations is because it gives it gives you can write them with amazing positive words. And I have a system and um it keeps it positive and it keeps it focused on on the individual and it keeps it loving but that's the thing you know is using loving kindness compassionate language for yourself and but what has happened for me with the use of those affirmations is i always is i also use breath work with them and so that's how because the breath work really um shows your body what that intention is it's about your intention right and when you tell your when you use those words you're telling your brain what your intention is your body also feels it that energy also in your in your body also feels it and you know there's something called the work the universe does the work we do the work mm-hmm. but the work that i'm talking about is a frequency of vibration and energy that we're automatically connected to and when we breathe in an intention and really absorb that intention into our whole body in a loving kind way our bodies get it and they will help us and pretty soon you start getting the signals that will help you along the way you know your signals are going to tell you oh you need to go do this or you're going to see something that and you're going to go oh wow i was just thinking about that and it's going to give you validation mm-hmm. but it's the um awareness you know, when you're when you're doing this, when I'm doing and helping people use the um, affirmations and writing their own and I and I'll help them write their own affirmations. When you're using these, it's the awareness and the mindfulness as well of, okay, what does this instead of, you know, instead of just saying, oh, I want a red car you know, but what is the intentionality of that? Why do you want a red car? You know, what's the excitement about driving that red car? <laughs> you know, really feel that into you. But um, I learned, you know, I watched The Secret. Uh, we, you know, it's such a popular movie. It's a wonderful movie. Um, but after I watched that movie, I kind of felt like there was something missing a little bit i was like okay that but that's i felt like it was all about getting stuff but i was like what about what about what's within me how do i get that stuff (laughs) feelings right yeah so um but yeah but after that experience i was sitting here and i realized everybody's doing their best and I, and I just continued to have all this stuff flooding in. And, um, and I realized that I was loved. They, I was loved in the very best way that others knew how to love me. 
and that they had their own stuff going on that they were trying to deal with, you know? And in that experience, I was suddenly filled with so much light and love and joy. And that's where Abundant Palace came up. That's why my business is called Abundant Palace. We are our own Abundant Palace. You're your own Abundant Palace. You have everything you need, all the connections, all the love and joy and gratitude and everything that you need for yourself within you. And it's a vibration Mm -hmm. that we carry within us because we're born with it, you know? And I have this saying that um, the universe is an all good universe. I call my higher power the universe, you know, call it God, call it Allah, call it, you know, whatever you want to call Buddha, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same thing because it's all connected together. It's just a matter of how you relate to it Mm -hmm. and how you're going to um, use and apply its principles into your life. And a lot for me, a lot of that, a lot of that is breath work and breath of life. Um, You know, breath actually derives from the word spirit, if you look at the entomology of it. (laughs) And so we are, we're really spirits of breath Mm -hmm. and we live in it every day. That's why breath work is so important. We live in that spirit every day and if we will just breathe it and close your eyes and just breathe it in take a deep breath and just breathe it in and feel that light within you just light up all your cells and organs and everything so good i'm reading a book called the power of intention by dr um wayne dyer right now so oh you mentioned intention because it's like super powerful about yeah really feeling it and he is soaking into your intention and uh, mm-hmm. it's something I'm definitely working on because it's, it's <laughs> sidetracked with other stuff, obviously, it's, it's just being, I don't know, compassionate, being loving, being grateful, um, mm-hmm. all of those kind of like internal things. And then through that, your external world changes and shifts, which is yes. your law of vibration, which where the law of attraction actually comes from. Yes. So, um, that's, that's so neat. What, um, such good stuff. And guys, make sure, like I said, she'll have, we'll have her, her webpage and all that stuff will be in the show notes. Make sure to follow Virginia, make sure to reach out to her if you have some questions, um, all of that kind of stuff. But um, we'll wrap up soon because I want people to reach out to you. And, but I have a few final questions and then I want you to, whatever you want to leave the listeners kind of with. So I have three final questions. I love to listen or ask all my, (laughs) all my people. Um, So number one is we talked about like your passion, your purpose. So a lot of people are looking for their passion. You know, how do I find my passion? I don't even know what my passion is. Why am I even here? All that stuff. Um, What is one sentence you would give to someone on how to possibly find their passion? Listen to your body. Listen to your body. I love that. Yeah. See what it tells you. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two, and you might not just have one, but which one comes to mind? What's your favorite (laughs) quote and why? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
You know, there, there are so many. Um, I love Brene Brown, mm. um, Deepak Chopra. There are so many, Angela. I, I don't know if I can pop one out of my brain <laughs> spontaneously like this. <laughs> um, to, you know, a bit. what's been really big for me in this whole process is change your story, change your life. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, that's good. And final question. Um, what's one word or sentence you would want on your gravestone? Uh, you know what? I think gratitude. Mm. Just gratitude. Um, just because that has been that and this, you know, can be my ending thing. I think if you can look at life and gratitude, it gives it brings in so much abundance and abundance is we're connected to all of the abundance that we need um uh self-awareness abundance and material abundance mm -hmm. we're connected to everything that we need if we can um use the tools that life has given us in awareness and mindfulness and breathe into it and use loving language for ourselves. Oh, the, the abundance, the potential for abundance that we have is so amazing. Wow. That's so good. I know our listeners got a lot of value. Like I said, make sure to reach out, make sure to tag us in Instagram, um, you know, tag or share, review, subscribe, all those <laughs> things. And then Let's go out there and change one life at a time because that through changing one life at a time, we can go out there and change the world. Yeah. Thank you so much, Virginia, for being with us. Uh, thank you so much, Angela. I'm so honored and grateful that you've connected with me. It's been very fun to, to be on. And if people would like to email me at abundapalace.com, I do have a free PDF to share. Wow, um, cool. to, to, that talks about how to use affirmations effectively. And I'm, and I'll send that by email to anybody who would like to have one. That's so awesome. We'll put that email in the show notes. Um, yeah, that is so neat, Virginia. I love that. Listeners, make sure to reach out. It sounds like an amazing PDF. And thank you for the value add. Thank you so much. Thank you, Angela. Enjoy your day.